So welcome everybody. We're back here again in our first conversation in the new year 2019. Good afternoon. So we hope you made it nicely into the new year without too much um, disturbances, without too much of a hangover. And today we are back with another conversation. The title of today's conversation is The Biblical Generations from Eden to Exodus in 26 Steps, a Hebrew Perspective. Yes, good afternoon, everybody. So, one of the aspects that we would like to talk about um, a bit today is there are these very strange uh, parts in the Bible where It just goes on and on about uh, genealogies. This was the son of this, and this was the son of that. And it's just like, it reads like a bit of a telephone book, wouldn't you say? Yes. So it's like, it's very strange. You would wonder, like, the Bible is supposed to speak about these great ideas, right? What is the meaning of life, or what is God, or why are we here, yeah. how to be a good so person? It's like, it's and very strange. The question is why um, why why are there these lists in the middle of all of this, right? So turns out that if you research this a bit, there are actually quite some interesting patterns behind these seemingly random lists of generations, and maybe they're not at all just meant um, historically. Or like some kind of a record to track who gets to inherit what. This is true. <laughs> so, let's start. We, sh we shall start from the first Adam. Like Adam from Eden. And we shall... I have a double voice here. Hello. Good afternoon, everybody. We shall start to see a pattern in a human behavior in which God presents himself through time and space. But in order to see this, we shall look at the name first. The name right, of so this God is, the name. We talked about this before, is written right? in four this, letters. Yes. Yod He, Vav He, and it's expressed in the numbers of 10, 5, 6, and 5. Together is 26. And um, if I may say something, we talked about this before that this word is generally said it's the unpronounceable name of God, right? Yes, this is true. So we mentioned that before in, I think, in our last conversation or the one before, that it's not actually in the sense that it's forbidden to pronounce this name, but it's more that actually it can't be pronounced. 
Yes. I mean, you could add uh, up the vowels um, and the consonants of this word and kind of to pronounce something, but it's not really accurate. And this is why the tradition um, says, you know what, it's not really possible. Because in this structure of the name, it's not even uh, called God, by the way, right? What the Bible translates as Lord's, Lord is simply called the name in Hebrew. Yes. And because it's more about the structure of what it actually means than some kind of um, anthropomorphism. Some old man in the skies with some beard or something that they couldn't mm. be further from it. In fact, All of this is about some underlying structure of reality. I True. hope I didn't interrupt you there. I just wanted to no, summarize no, this for good. listeners. It's good. So the name of God is expressed. In, I have double voice at the moment. It's hard to speak. One second. And we see the name expresses itself through the generations, through the lineage of Adam. Now we shall see the slide. From Adam to Noah, we have ten generations, which express by the letter Yod, which the first letter, Letter of the name. We can see here in the next slide is expressed in the names of people. Right, there you can see all the ten generations listed up. So maybe uh, would you like to read out the generations? Again, please. Would you like to read out the ten generations for our listeners? Yes. Adam, Shed, Enosh, Kainan, Mahalalel, Yerd, Chanoch, Metushelach, Lemech, and Noach. So those were like the first ten. Those are the ten generations from Adam to Noach. Mm-hmm. And after the Noach generation, or while Noach was Living, there was the generations of the flood. Here we can see there is a cut in a human lineage, and we see the generations of the flood. Right, so after or with Noah in his lifetime, there was a cut, so to speak, in the, in the story of the biblical generations. Yes. And we're dealing with a new chapter, so to speak. Yes. So you have the first ten, the and then comes ten. the generation and of the flood. Yes, and from Noah. Oh, one second. One. Yes. Um, just wanted to point out also briefly for those who have listened to previous conversations, you may remember here the word for um, generation of the flood in Hebrew, that's Dor HaMabul. Mm-hmm. So Mabul, we talked about the root for this word, how it actually relates to Babel, which is Babylon, mm-hmm. or um, the word for confusion in Hebrew. Bilbul. Bilbul. So, which very quickly gives us an idea that this was not some historical catastrophe of a great flood. Perhaps it also was, perhaps, 
But the Hebrew letters seem to tell us kind of a different story as well. So this was the generation of the some kind of a great confusion, you might say, also. Yes. They, the first uh, ten generations after Adam, after eating from the, the tree of knowledge, Adam was expelled from the Garden of Eden, and he lived outside of the Garden. And all the generations that came through him, through Cain, first Cain, and okay, mm -hmm. Cain also d disappeared during the generations, but it was like damaged up because all those children of his uh, were, um, as a, how do you say, consequence of this eating from, I know, I know, this ego part, and all his children had this notion of, I know, I know, this is why I'm so big. Mm -hmm. Until y humanity could not longer exist and only one family after t ten generations from Adam the family of Noah went into the ark to save them from this confusion of me and myself me and myself and from Noah a family we have a new lineage of humanity which is more narrow it starts only from one family but like so to speak a clean concept okay I mean, what is very interesting why does the lineage after the flood uh, continues through Noah and his sons is because Noah has a perception of not just a bipolar behavior like the, the generations before him. He has like um, three lines of thinking. He can think positive, he can see the negative, and he can go between. Uh -huh. So again, these, this is to look at the biblical um, figures here, not so much as historical figures, but more as, if you want, archetypes within us or some kind of like um, qualities within a person. Mm -hmm. Plus also the, the name Noah is not in Hebrew, is also comfortable, comfortable. So when a person um, doesn't have to run between opposites, mm -hmm. he can sit comfortably in the middle. So he has a sense of peace. A sense of harmony and a sense of building the future because when a person usually rounds between I'm either a superhero like <laughs> omnipotent or, yeah, or impotent, yeah, exactly. uh, it's, it's hard. Okay. And this is <laughs> this is why the the, the new lineage has to start uh, lineage has to start from something positive. And Noah is the one. This okay. is why they say Noah matzachen ben Hashem. He find a grace in the name of the Lord. Because he's like a middleman, like he, he knows the right, he says positive, negative, and he can see cuts through between, like But he is, has the peace and yeah. the harmony. Yes, Is please? that like that the flood came as a punishment because life was too convenient? Uh, Or what are you no. trying to say? The life, uh, the, the flood came because people did not want to hear there is um, a way of peace and the way of... Um, Harmony. They just each one of the generations before Noah. Just mm -hmm. um, people used to do things just just to get a reputation or just to get power um, by people. By they used to take advantage of other people. They used to take women's of others people's, and, and it was very very corrupted society. Okay. And of which, uh, when the society is so corrupted. There's no future, there's no moral values, nothing. So it led into this great confusion. Yes. That's very interesting what you mentioned about bipolar or a kind of extreme um, 
psychological swaying between mm -hmm. like I'm on top of the world, I'm worth nothing at all. And I think that's mm -hmm. something that many people can relate to. Yes. Even nowadays on the internet, some you post a picture on Instagram, you get thousands of likes mm -hmm. and the next picture doesn't get any likes at all. And suddenly it's like, oh my God, who am I? Yes. Where's my life, yes. right? Yes, when there is no approval from the surrounding, who am I? Exactly. Only when I'm approved by others, meaning I, I get my candy and I'm alive, <laughs> like candy kind, yes, I'm the, the, the person <laughs> who owns, owns things, yes. And uh, if I own likes or own attention, this is the thing, own attention, I worth something mm -hmm. or I'm somebody. And if I don't get too much attention or at all, I don't, uh, I'm not existing. So. so, but here we have a next level that is being opened. Again, please, I did not hear. Here is a next level that is being opened. Yes, there is a family, the family of Noah, of which... Uh, humanity can start fresh, like F5, mm -hmm. and start fresh with a new perception, life perception. And uh, since Noah has three sons, Shem, Ham, and Yefet, Shem, Ham, and Yefet, Shem from the name, Ham from warm, and Yefet from beauty. He has three sons, but the, the Lord says, The fact that Noah has three sons, it doesn't mean just three physical, biological sons, but the fact that he can move between three understanding. Ah, okay. The, That's the, interesting. The, yes, the Shem represents grace. The name of the Lord is grace. Amazing grace. Ham, in Hebrew, is also the letters of Moach, the ability to think. The brain, is, right? The brain. This is why Ham also becomes dark later. When we too much think, we get on fire like a professor. We burn you know? out. Yeah. We burn out. <laughs> and Yefet is the middle line. Is the middle line. So is the peace and the harmony. This is why it's the beauty. When the Greek says the true, the beauty and the, the, good, the good, the true and the beautiful, yeah. Come together. Mm -hmm. So Noah hold those premises. This is why he went, went into the ark. Okay. When he goes out from the ark, we see his son Shem the amazing grace he continues the lineage and then we can see now the second letter of the name the letter hey proceed and expands through time and space the letter hey has the number five on the left it's written on the slide and we see here five generation shem the son of noah he was a priest arpachshad his son Shelach, his son, Ever, his son, he's the father of all Hebrew people to come. Why is And, that? Yeah, what? Bless? I thought what? Abraham is the father of all Hebrew people. No? Yeah, but, but Ever, he, on, upon his name, Abraham was named. Oh, really? Hebrew. Yeah, yeah. Ever. And from Ever, his son, he gives, uh, he has a son called Peleg. Peleg in Hebrew is a part, also a stream of water, but also a part. Like in Hebrew we say miflaga, a party. So it's a part. In like a political party also. Like a political party in the time or in the generation, in the time of Peleg's life, the people had started to split because in his time they built the Babylon Tower. And here, here, we can see 
another start because Do this Yes, the generations that built the Babylon Tower is named Do Hapalaga, the divided generations, because they don't speak in the same manner anymore. It's not one right, speech we, anymore. We talked about this a bit last time. Yes, yes. So again, we see, I repeat all the time that we shall see the pattern, how mm -hmm. does it occur in time and space. So we have 10 generations from Adam to Noah, which express in the letter Yod. This is how the name I mean, how God reveals itself through time and space. We have 10 generations from Adam, Noah, until the flood. And from Noah's sons, Shem, until Peleg, until the Tower of Babylon, we see the letter He through five generations. And then we move to a third kind of lineage, which express in the letter Vav, in the third letter of the name. The letter Vav is represented by the number six. And in this lineage of six generations, we see the following. Reu, and then his son Srug, and then his son Nahor, and then his son Terach, and then his son Abraham, and then his son Yitzchak or Isaac. And after we see this expression in space of time of six generations, at the day that Abraham was told by the angels that he will have a son, in the same day, one of the angels goes to Sodom and opposite Sodom. And after the six generations of those, we have a cut, and we meet the generation of Sodom, which is deleted completely because God opposite Sodom and Gomorrah, and we see a new start. So again, another catastrophe and a reset, so to speak. Yes, true. And then we move, we move on, and we see another expression of the letter. This is the last uh, letter of the name, the letter He, which expressed in the number five and in the five following generations. Yaakov, and then his son Levi, and his son Kehat, and his son Amram, and his son Moshe which known as Moses, and he will lead Israel outside of Egypt. This, uh, those five generations are named, or we name them as the fourth generations, because it's related to the fourth letter of the name, mm -hmm. and also mentioned in, um, in a happening that happened to Abraham, the covenant between the pieces that his... Uh, children of children will be slaves in um, in a country which is not theirs and they will suffer, but the fourth generation will return. So this is why we name this part of the last lineage as the fourth generations. Uh, fourth generations because before him we have three, uh, three catastrophes, the mm -hmm. flood, the Babylon, the Sodom generation, this is the third, and the fourth is the generation who is really sunk in deep down in Egypt. Right, this is uh, where all of this story comes to a standstill almost, where the, the catastrophes become so big that nothing is moving anymore. Yes, yes. And here we made another slide to show again the name to remember. To remember again right there we can see it again we and can I, see I think it's fascinating the what you what you're trying to say here if I may say so that um, 
that the name of, of God, so to speak, what is um, translated as the Lord um, in the English text, mm -hmm. actually is composed of these four letters. And each of these four letters contain exactly the right amount or the right uh, counting that correlates perfectly to the generations. Yes. So we have 10 generations, again, for the Yod, from yes. Adam, Adam to Noah. To Noah. Then we have five generations from... From Shem to Peleg until Babylon. Mm -hmm. Then we have the Vav, the six, which is the sixth generation from... From Babylon to Sdom. And last but not least, another hey, another five generations from... From Jacob to Moses. Which all adds up to this 26. Yes. Which is uh, fascinating because it seems here that the name itself has some kind of a structure to it. Yes, Wait, and it's, <laughs> yes, yes you, please. You could ask now, right? Like, uh, is, this a, is this a coincidence? How, how come, right? All these like different lists of names and generations. And it's quite a long story, the, the whole thing. And it all adds up to exactly this kind of structure, even in yes. the same uh, sequence of 10, 5, 6, 5. I mean, it's not even that it comes out in a, in a different order or something. It's precisely this order and precisely this value of this name. Yes, people, people could not, uh, human being could not create such a structure. This is the fascinating thing. It's impossible thing, yeah. that human being uh, will create uh, such a s structure. It's impossible. Just This is what I appreciate about this kind of like um, Hebrew studies that you're sharing here with us is that we see um, certain patterns in, in the code expressed through the Hebrew language which really make you think about all of this. Yes. Because there is, is this idea floating around, right? The Bible is some kind of a patchwork a literary project between mm -hmm. many different people. But you start to wonder when you read all of this that actually this is quite a mysterious um, text or phenomenon by itself. Yes. And perhaps it's not at all what we think it is. This is why it is one of the, if people want to say the different people uh, composed the Bible or the five books of Moses, it's impossible. Uh, because uh, such a thing a person a human being cannot create this is just one of these examples yes right? there are we, many we more. shall we shall go inside more and more during this conversation but uh, it's not a product of uh, people who travel here in the planet for 120 years it's not it's not a fruit right but then the question is what is it if it's not right to increase the wonder we shall move to <laughs> the next uh, slide and see how wonderful it is if people want want really to look inside uh, um, maybe you can read this in English right so we have here again the structure of 10 5 6 5 so you wrote here the 10 stands um, for the flood generation yes the 10 generations from the beginning from Adam to Noah and they have to there's a line there's a cut in the lineage and mm -hmm. this cut in, in the line, in human lineage is expressed through the element of water because the flood is water from up and down and there is a cut to humanity expressed in the element of water uh -huh. and then we have five generations the dividing, dividing generation, generations yeah. 
This is again the generation of the Babylon and uh, yes. dividing separation of languages. Yes, and it's expressed in in the, the wind or the air or the spirit because when people speak out, yes, mm -hmm. words or languages, they throw out air. Or I'm just thinking about the idea that uh, they wanted to build a tower that touches the sky, right? Yes, of course. And and this tower stands from the land until it reaches the sky. It has to go through air, through the atmosphere. Uh, exactly. It's pretty windy so, up there. <laughs> this is physically, but mentally, when we speak, when every person speaks... So he takes air, pushes air from inside of the mouth outside. Mm -hmm. And when we don't understand, we have a lot of turbulences of misunderstanding. This is why the Tower of Babylon uh, or the generation of the, the Tower of Babylon is expressing an element of air or wind All right. or spirit. While the, then we have six generations until the Sodom, Sodom generation, generation yeah. which express... A, The destruction is expressed by the element of fire. Right, because those cities were burned down, right? Yes. It was like from the, the heavens, from the sky, they threw it at them. Eshvegofrit, like sulfur and fire and God knows what. Still, it's very hot in those places. If people visited <laughs> once. It's around uh, the Dead Sea, right? It's, yes, it's, it's so hot. A person can faint there if it doesn't have protection of water or air conditioning. It's, it's still fiery. Mm. And then we have five more generations from Jacob to, to Moses. And when the people really enslaved for hundreds of years in which the slavery or the cut express itself through the earth, the ashes and the dust. People built holes in it. Right, you build the pyramids from the from yes. the earth, right? People were literally turned into dust. We talked about yes. this as well. Yes, they, the yes. slavery was so extreme that people just died uh, where they were standing and were integrated into the buildings. They become literally part of the earth or those building projects. Yes, yes. So if to to add on the wonder that we had before. It's not just the structures of the generation is structured as the name itself, but also the element which are cutting the lineage every time when there is catastrophe is also is also wonder because we have four elements as mm -hmm. we have four seasons of the year. As we know, there are four elements all the time in astrology, in, in everything. So also those four elements are presented here. In, in the same structure of generation. So it cannot be a mistake. Right. So again, It's there's this question, what, what is this name, right? Mm -hmm. That people are so eager to pronounce and say, I don't know, Jehovah or something and just mm -hmm. try to read the letters and the consonants together. Mm -hmm. But where the ancient Hebrew uh, people, they say, no, no, you cannot pronounce this. Yes. It's not at all what you think. We're dealing with something very, very different here. In a way, it's the being, but uh, you cannot pronounce it because it expresses itself in being simultaneously at so many different places. And, and right, yes. It's, it's just cannot. It's, just it's like we cannot describe, it's like they always say, a fish doesn't know what water is, right? Because he lives in it. All of his world is water. Mm -hmm. So we cannot really describe what being is. But through these, these kinds of uh, biblical Hebrew studies, we, we might get a certain glimpse of, of what we're dealing with here. On a, almost like, I, I always feel these kind of approaches are a bit like, um, it's a bit like physics, but in a psychological way. 
Yes, it's right. physics and mathematics, but also you can you can apply it into uh, psychology. Right, it's a because kind it's of it's what. Sorry, we, we tend in the modern world to separate between the branches. Exactly, like, only physics, mathematics, only linguistics, only art, and each one cannot speak to the other. But in, in ancient time, like people of the Renaissance and people before, they could unite. They could relate to everything as a whole. Like we spoke to, uh, about uh, the generation of Babylon before. Right. This one language is a holy language, and they could see everything. Um, it is pretty fascinating. So, and it's also then this question that I think you wanted to to share with us this little story around this, right? That when the people were all locked in this great um, slavery, suddenly comes this character called Moses, yes, and says, "You know what?" Come with me. We're going to leave this now. We're going to go out of here. Leave everything that you know and mm -hmm. come with me. And why should they believe? Why, why, sh why should generations of slaves that has nothing, why sh and, and they don't see any end to this and just see that they deliver children, that even mm -hmm. their children and their great children will be slaves. Why, why should they believe him to any person who comes and says there is a way we can go out? Plus, this person who comes to speak to them, he grew in the palace of Pharaoh. He's part he's, of the establishment. <laughs> yes, yes, he's a prince. He's a, he's a smart prince. And why? So how would they know that he's not uh, come to drown them for more thousand years in slavery? Right. So they're obviously um, very critical. We, we tend to think that people were kind of stupid, like, right? Um, yes. They believe in all of these things. But, but actually, no, they are very critical of this. Which yeah. I think they have a right to be. Everybody should be critical. Yes. Why, why should you come and tell me stories if my life is in a mess? Exactly. Who are you and why should I believe you? Anyways, everything is doomed. So why should I listen to you? Yeah. So how, how did he convince the Hebrew people that um, he actually is like divinely inspired, right? Like... Yes, because um, he he knows that the Hebrew people always uh, tell in their families the story of the story of the former fathers, and he knows he can he can name the name of the fathers uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so people says, were aware of this whole chain. It is, yes. it is part of the the tradition. People were yes. remembering all of those names. Yeah. And they know because their parents and the parents and the parents told them that God revealed himself to the fathers in, in the name of El Shaddai. This is also one of his names, but of his revealed names. And Moses knew that if he will talk to the Hebrew people in the name of El Shaddai, it's also to speak to them in a limited way because it's not... The infinite, the the ability of infinite in the name. Okay, could so you explain that a bit? Huh? Yes, um, uh, there is uh, an aspect of the name which is revealed, which what we see in the in the eyes of human eyes, and it's it's um, limited in space and time. Sometimes we see a picture of something, but it, mm -hmm. it is uh, dependent on the time of the day in the seasons of the year. This is limited. And there is an aspect, the infinite aspect of life, which we cannot anchor in a picture or an image. 
and Moses has uh, had to come and to speak to the Hebrew people or the leaders in a non-restricted way to come to to speak to people and say or speak on the behalf of the infinite power of life which is stored in a person and it's really hard because those people did not know that this power is stored in them because where they were enslaved for generations so they could not believe that they're in them they're stored an infinite power who can cause them changes in their lives and he has to speak to this element to them but they're not acknowledged they don't know that his power is stored in them so how can he speak to them if they don't know the name uh-huh or they're not aware of this power that is stored in them. And then he comes and takes the lineage as an answer. You know, if you don't believe me, you, you believe probably to the story of the fathers, okay? So here is the stories of the father. From Adam until Noah, we have ten generations. From Shem, his son, to Peleg, we have five generations. So we already have two letters of the name. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then he, we have six generations from Babylon to Stone, which is Vav, so we have Yehu. And then we have five generations from Jacob to our generation, five again. And then we have 26 generations, like the, the, num- the numeral value of the name. So this, I speak to you on behalf of... Of this name and you see you know the lineage you have the books of names you can follow the journal so I cannot lie to you he's not telling them just believe in me right like this no. is it. Uh, yeah I'm I'm on a mission the same power yes who built this lineage and destroyed after certain generations because it could not continue without values the same power comes and and talk to you through me and to to give them uh, Also, if you want to look at this, his name, Moshe, and we see on the left side of mm-hmm. the slide, Moshe, Moses Mem English, Shin eh? Hey, is the same, if we write the letters differently, is Hashem, is the name. He speaks to you, this infinite, infinite power of life comes and speaks to you through the name Moshe. So, in a way, he brings them a pretty compelling um Proof, so to speak, right? Yes. So. <laughs> Question, will they listen to him? Do you think it was that easy? With all these proofs. Despite, despite these proofs, people t- still tend to be, how does it say, a stiff-necked, right? They, they could not listen to him because they had a short spirit. They just running between the construc- construction sites and being bitten on their back. So when a person is beating, being bitten on his back, And he just wants to go aside and have a deep breath because he can't, because Isn't he has like short spirit. Also? Because it's not an historical. This is yeah. the most interesting That's thing. That's what I wanted is to ask you. Yeah, like it's not an historical, not just. It happened also in, in history, but it's, it's a print in a human uh, a soul or it's a human life here on a planet. That um, And how everything started from the forbidden fruit Of I know when person starts to think that he knows whatever comes from this um, taste of I know will narrow him down more and more and more and more until he when people wants to concrete their life of a very very uh, 
sordid day, structured day, they bring on themselves compelled slavery. Could you explain that a bit more? Sometimes people, they don't want to, to, to move to the unknown. They don't want to move to another surrounding. It's scary like and inconvenient after all. Yes. Right? It's not comfortable. To, like. mm -hmm. to move to another job. They, they know that they're limited. I mean, they're, let's say their talents are limited in this job. And if they would find another, jo another job or they will go for independency, they will ha do they could express their capability better or at most, but they're afraid to go to the unknown because I, I go to the office from eight to four and then I have promised salary in certain mm -hmm. uh, date of the month. And I know this is uh, my co-office friends. Don't no, I don't like them so much, but still it's, it's familiar. Yeah, It's familiar. And every day I take my car, I take my train, I take the bus. I know everything is like, well concrete and I my life is sheltered I know uh, once in a week I go to the supermarket or the grocery or right like many people say life isn't great but at least I know what to expect <laughs> yes yes but this and then people start to narrow them more narrow themselves more and more down you know They just meet the same friend. They don't try to meet or to associate with unfamiliar people. Not to mention unfamiliar ideas. Like yes. perhaps those kind of ideas that we're talking about here. Yes. It is what I was just thinking about when you were saying um, in the slavery of Egypt, the conditions were so hard that people just didn't have any spirit to listen to anything. Mm -hmm. Right. Just want to go to the corner and nobody will beat them that they could Bit have a deeper breath, which way they could right. not have. That's also something that we can relate to, I think, mm -hmm. right? That we're just running around um, trying to make sure to uh, to cover the bills, to appear everywhere on time. And at the end of the day, I also have to think about my life. That's just a bit much, right? Mm. Plus, imagine that the people who bite us as a slave is not just an external Egyptian. Uh, Policemen, but Did we talk about this a bit um, um, in the past? I'm not sure. So maybe I'm not you sure could, about um, Pharaoh inside yeah. of us, yes? So maybe you could speak to this for a bit. Because the King Pharaoh is not just the king who was um, mentioned in the history, like on hieroglyph or in the pyramids or like um, uh, name of a king that used to mention on stones. Is mm -hmm. Each and every one of us has... Uh, Pharaoh, which governs him, and tell him that he cannot be anything but a slave, like a person who brings family and supports his family, and he cannot be somebody beyond this. He, ca he cannot be a somebody which is beyond time and space. He doesn't have a spirit. He's just like a part of a machine who, who brings bricks from left to right. Or You're just a number in a way, right? Yes, yes, and he sits in us and says, you will never make it because you are nothing. And I am the king because Pharaoh has two meanings in Hebrew, maybe more. Um, Pharaoh, we can divide to pera, like bad mouth, always speaking bad things. Or Oref Hashem, the, the nape of uh -huh. God, which is the opposite side of the light, is the darkness. And he always um, broadcasts darkness and 
pessimism at so it's like this little nagging voice inside yes, all of us you're never yeah, making yeah, it's not yeah, gonna yeah. work out yeah. right don't go to the party it's not gonna be fun mm -hmm. or like and so much effort and it's yeah. cold and nobody will relate to you anyway yeah. and if you talk to somebody they say you i don't know you have strange ideas and they'll turn their back to you and why did i even uh, do this effort and nothing is well just stay where you are right yes. it might not be perfect but at least it's familiar familiar yes so, and we know the more we we go for freedom and what we believe, the more we being beaten by the the other forces, which says don't do it. You're shaking your foundations. You're shaking, you're shaking the boat. Your reality, <laughs> yes. yes. You have to move to another country, and uh, you have to to leave your familiar surrounding, which anyways you don't have any connection to, but. They, they try to shake us up whenever we... It's like demons in the cellar. This is why also Egypt is, in a way, the, the element of Egypt, the slavery, is dust and mud and earth. Mm -hmm. It's just so muddy. When, when people are put in the grave, where did I put? In the ground, in the mud. And, and this is the element in the cellar that are hunting us whenever we want to make a move forward. This, this And to pharaoh. go for spirit. This is Pharaoh and his ministers and his... Uh, policemen or inspectors this is right. what they want before to beat us even up down but people because like to complain about the government right but it's first of us ourselves that are doing mm -hmm. this to ourselves because pharaoh sit uh, if uh, is the nape of god meaning pharaoh sits at the back of us and um, where the head is connected to the body and when the head is always lead for the one Pharaoh governs the body, not just uh, the physical part, but the limited body which has expiring date in, in space and time. This is where he governs. This is why he is the king of denial. The king of denial. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he did, did because the body always, time and space, denied yeah. the divinity, the, the infinity. This is why he is the king of denial. And see, he sits in, in each of every one of us. So against all of this, the story goes here. Against all of this slavery, when after catastrophe after catastrophe, the situation was so bad that people did not even think of anything else anymore. They were so locked down in these conditions of, of internalized slavery in a way, when this pharaoh has, has taken over to so, so, such a degree that there is not even an idea of an alternative anymore. Yes. Then suddenly comes this Moses character yeah. within us again, perhaps also, mm -hmm. not just historically, and says, here, there is an alternative. Yeah. And what is the alternative? The alternative is this name. Yes. These four letters. Mm -hmm. These four letters of... yod hey vav hey. Yes, right. the tetra. Mm -hmm. Which is interesting because perhaps, perhaps what we can deduct, and I hope I'm not interpreting too much into it, you'll tell me, but um, perhaps the idea here is to say you don't really have to have um, a full knowledge of an alternative way of life. Mm -hmm. You don't have to like prophetically see the future in all of its mm -hmm. details or something how you will mm -hmm. move to a different job or you will uh, change your surrounding mm -hmm. and and so on and so forth mm -hmm. 
but it's more about look in the past perhaps look at the yes. generations look at your own life how it how it appears for you to you and mm -hmm. try to see a structure in it mm -hmm. and perhaps perhaps in the structure you will find something that speaks to you in a way it's yes. very suggestive and open ended mm -hmm. it's not like here i am and if you don't do what i tell mm -hmm. you there will be punishments right yes it's true if a person always look back and see that there's a point of like let's say breaks in his life we all have these catastrophes right like these yes. four generation uh, yes. points of of you translate him to the four elements yes. we all have these moments of catastrophe of breaking points in our yes. biographies there's no mm -hmm. no, there's life, no doubt yeah <laughs> If people want to deny it, they can deny it. But it's right, you can present your biography like uh, a perfect uh, slate of like success after success. But mm -hmm. if people are honest, there are usually breaking points in this. And many, point, many times these points are actually the transformative points of growth. Yes. But people hit some kind of catastrophe and then they, they reorganize themselves and they overcome it mm -hmm. and they emerge uh, stronger or more mm -hmm. resilient than before. It's true. So it's, there's always there, there is always way to go out in any situation when a person is there's always um, a little opening which a person can like have a, a sunrise like place when the dawn comes and appears in his life or her life is always it's always there waiting the dawn is waiting for us and perhaps it's, that's it's all that it takes is this little glimpse of an alternative yes Yes. So I think that's a that's a nice way to to conclude this uh, little conversation. Thank you. So in that sense, I hope that whoever is listening or watching this later has a, gotten a bit of a glimpse of some kind of alternative, and that perhaps a good life might be possible. Even if in the moment sometimes it seems everything is a bit far away or difficult or... Or impossible. Seemingly impossible, right? But there, uh -huh. is, there is this little voice, this little hunch somewhere that says perhaps, yes. perhaps there's an alternative, perhaps things could be different. Yes. Right? And we don't always know exactly what, but that's the exciting adventure of all of this also. Okay. To have this hope for the future, to go towards the unknown and to see it. What, what is possible. So in that sense, um, as usual, if you have any questions about what we've discussed, I know it's a bit complex if you just heard all of this for the first time. Uh, you can look at the slides. Um, we're going to put up a link to the presentation as well so you can go through all of this um, at your own pace. Feel free to share it, um, comment on it, ask questions. We're always too happy to hear from you. So Thank in that you. sense, see you soon. Have a great day. Thank you. Goodbye.